It seems surreal to be recording this podcast today. I, like so many Floridians, was hunkered down a couple nights ago, just trying to stay safe and dry as Hurricane Ian roared overhead. I was lucky. My wife and I were able to stay safe and dry. Our four dogs are okay, but so many here in Florida were not. The pictures from Southwest Florida, Fort Myers, and Sanibel, completely devastating. So many cities down in that region wiped out, and all along the route of Hurricane Ian, communities near me even are underwater, people having to be rescued. I urge everyone who's listening to this podcast, uh, if you still have people near you who need the help, friends, family, neighbors, even someone you don't know, do what you can to help out and offer a helping hand. And there are a lot of great organizations out there trying to help as well. And if you can support those organizations, if you have the wherewithal to do that, I urge that as well. For everyone who's struggling to recover from this terrible, hopefully very rare event, just know that all of our thoughts are with you. Are Roth IRAs right for you? Today, let's talk about Roth IRAs. Well, before we do that, though, because I know some of you might not know exactly what a Roth IRA is, I'm actually going to start by talking about what a regular IRA is, an individual retirement account. Because unless you understand that, you might not fully understand the value of a Roth IRA. So let's start there. No wait to really understand the value of an individual retirement account, even a traditional IRA, we actually have to go back even further and talk about everyone's favorite subject, taxes. I know how all of you love the IRS, but unfortunately in this country, most of us are going to end up writing some checks to that wonderful organization. And today, to understand everything I wanna talk about, first we have to talk a little bit about taxes. Hello, my name is Jeremy Udell, and you are listening to Oodles of Financial Advice. I apologize for those of you who already know most of this content. If you don't want to listen, you can skip ahead to the next chapter, where I talk a little bit more about Roth IRAs and why the opportunity might make sense even more right now. But for the moment, for those of you who may not feel as fully versed in Roth IRAs, regular traditional IRAs, or even taxes, I'm going to start by talking about income taxes. Because most of us in this country are going to pay income taxes when we're employed. The only way we wouldn't is if we were below the standard deduction level. Now granted the standard deduction level for a married couple is 25,900 in 2022. So there are people earning less than that who may not pay any taxes. I'm not sure that's necessarily a good thing because that's not a very high level of income to live off of, but if that's where you are, then paying taxes right now is not specifically relevant to you. For everyone else though, once you're above that level of income, you're going to pay some taxes. With an IRA, an individual retirement account, the government created a tax deferred bucket. They wanted to create 
an investment account that people could contribute to for their retirement, which is why it's an individual retirement account. And there is a max contribution that you can make to it every single year. That changes year to year. Right now, it's about $6,000 that an individual can contribute to an individual retirement account. These are not Roth IRAs I'm talking about right now, but traditional IRAs. In this country, if we didn't have that individual retirement account to contribute to as an option or any other options where we could get tax deferral, what would happen is we would pay taxes on our earned income, assuming we're above that standard deduction. Then we could, if we wanted to, take any excess that we didn't spend and put it into some form of savings plan, maybe some investments. And as those investments grew, if we sold any of those investments, we would have capital gains taxes on them. If they earned any interest, we would have income taxes on that interest as those investments grew and we would be able to reinvest the after-tax portions of those investments into those same investment accounts. And finally, when we decide to live off of those investments or use those investments that have grown for us over time, again, this is all outside of any individual retirement account type buckets, just inside of, let's say, a regular old mutual fund that you'd invested in. Once you sold out of that mutual fund, any growth, you'd also pay taxes on that as well. So there were three times we paid taxes in that scenario. We paid taxes when the money was earned, we paid taxes as the money grew and we reinvested it or earned interest on that money. And then we also paid taxes as we wanted to spend our savings down the line. To help people fund retirement, the government created individual retirement accounts that said, we are going to defer any tax on the contribution to this account. So if you want to contribute your $6,000 this year, we will remove that $6,000 from your taxable income. You won't pay tax on that $6,000 this year. And inside of that account, as long as you let it grow inside of that account and don't touch that money, we also won't charge you for capital gains or interest earnings on any of the money inside of there. So if you have stocks or bonds or mutual funds or CDs inside of a traditional IRA, as it grows, you won't pay any tax. Well, that's fantastic. You don't have to pay tax putting it in. You don't have to pay tax as it grows. When do you pay the tax? On a traditional, not Roth IRA, the tax portion arrives when you want to spend the money, when you take distributions. You have to wait to age 59 and a half, or you will also pay 10% penalties on any distributions from your IRA accounts. But as long as you wait till after 59 and a half under current law, your distributions from your IRA will at that point be taxed at your income tax level. Well, it's a pretty good deal. Save tax now, save tax as the money grows, and you only have to pay tax way down the line after hopefully that money has grown over years of increasing in market investments or bonds or even real estate that you may have inside of your individual retirement account. Well, then if that's the case, What's the difference between that and a Roth IRA? In a Roth IRA, we actually flip the timing of the tax. Remember how I said we pay tax three times on investments that aren't inside of an IRA. We pay tax when we earn the money. We pay tax as the money grows on any gains or interest earnings. And then we pay tax when we spend it. 
inside of the IRA, we didn't pay any tax at the beginning or as it grew, but we paid tax at the end. The Roth IRA flips that by saying, no, 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 we want to go ahead and pay the tax now, but never pay tax again. Where an IRA, a traditional IRA, has tax at the end of our growth period, the Roth IRA says, we are going to tax you at the beginning of the period. You earn $6,000, you pay tax on that $6,000 today, and then you can invest that $6,000 after paying the taxes on it inside of that bucket. And it will also grow just like the regular IRA did with deferred taxes on any capital gains or interest earnings. And when you spend the money, when you take distributions out of a Roth IRA, you don't pay any tax. On one hand, with the traditional IRA, we're saving money now. On the Roth IRA, we're saving money later. Which is better? Well, if you're in the same tax bracket now and later and all other factors remain equal, your investment earnings, however much the account actually earned over time, all else remain the same except for the type of uh, box you choose, traditional or Roth, believe it or not, your after-tax return is identical as long as your tax bracket is the same. So if you are in a 25% tax bracket now and you're in a 25% tax bracket when you spend the money, it's going to be the exact same. Why do a Roth then? Because you might not be in the same tax bracket. You might be in a higher tax bracket in retirement, maybe because taxes went up. You might also be in a lower tax bracket in retirement, which would mean you probably would have been better off in a traditional IRA. But a little bit like Paul Harvey used to say, I'm going to say there's more to the story. So let me tell you the rest of the story. The other thing about Roth IRAs that are different than traditional IRAs is they do not require distributions at age 72 under current law. Regular IRAs, if you have money inside of an IRA, the government says, okay, you've deferred taxes a long time now. We want to start to get paid. You have to start taking money out starting at age 72. That's not true with a Roth IRA because the government says you already paid your tax on that money. We don't care during your life when you decide to take that money out. At least under current law, you are not required to take that money out. Another interesting facet about Roth IRAs is that they don't affect your tax bracket if you take a larger distribution. One of the things that can happen with a traditional IRA in retirement is you might want to have a year where you have a large purchase. Maybe you want to take a, a very extended vacation and that's going to cost you a lot of money. Or maybe you want to just buy a Winnebago to travel around the country or you want to give your charity some money, whatever it might be. Uh, there are some things that might happen with that where it drives you into a higher tax bracket. Whereas if you take a bigger distribution out of your Roth IRA, because none of that is taxable, you don't have to worry about a bigger chunk being assessed than you expected on a much larger distribution you might need in retirement. And finally, another, another factor to consider, although I say it hesitantly because I honestly don't think people should take advantage of it too often, but there is the fact that you can theoretically remove your contributions to a Roth IRA without penalties. Inside of a traditional IRA, if you want your money back for any reason before age 59 and a half, you're going to pay taxes and penalties. With your Roth IRA, you can, if you want to, take your contributions 
back out. Now, I don't like that idea because you can't put them back in and it's taking them out of that tax deferred investment space and it's taking them out of perhaps some creditor protection as well that the government provides when you have money inside of qualified accounts. But for those of you who are worried about what if I need that money later, absolutely have to have it in an emergency like a hurricane, a Roth IRA can make sense for that as well. That's a bit more of the rest of the story on Roth IRAs. I know that was a lot to hear, but I thought you should understand it before I talk about why Roth IRAs might make some sense right now. Sit down, John. For God's sakes, John, sit down. For those who don't know what I was just horribly singing, that is the first movement, the first musical number from the play 1776. 1776 is one of my favorite musicals and instilled in me the love of John Adams, the notorious founding father who worked so hard to help our country get started and has long been my favorite founding father. In fact, I also love the, the musical Hamilton, uh, the music in that is amazing. I love the story, but probably my least favorite part of that musical is the way they trash John Adams in it because I've always felt John Adams doesn't get his due as an amazing founding father, all the things he did. Uh, there's a great actual miniseries on HBO about John Adams. If you have HBO Max, I believe you can watch that anytime. I highly recommend it if you get the opportunity. Why am I bringing up John Adams? Well, he had a great quote. Every problem is an opportunity in disguise. Of course, he had a lot of great quotes, but I thought that one was really relevant to today. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the problem and the opportunity of the current market decline. And the opportunity being in our major market decline we're seeing right now of converting a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. In my first segment, I did my best to explain the pros and cons, the differences between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. And I see a lot of benefit for most people to have at least a little bit of Roth IRA in their overall portfolio, at least as a tax diversification. You never know what taxes are going to do in the future. They might be higher. They might be lower. But I believe in diversification. And if you agree with me that you should probably have some Roth, but you don't have much of it right now, great time to consider converting to Roth is when the market declines. Why is that? Well, let's just take an IRA balance of, let's say, $50,000. Let's say you had $50,000 inside of an IRA, and it had grown to that balance over this last decade of the run-up, and now, with the market decline, it's down to $40,000. At some point, there's a good chance that your IRA is going to grow back to $50,000. It might not be this year or next year, but some point in the future, assuming you don't touch it and you have a ways to go before you need it, it's probably going to go back to $50,000 or even more. That makes your $40,000 IRA an opportunity to convert. Why? Because if you assume your $50,000 IRA is now at a discount, you can convert your IRA to a Roth IRA, which means you have to pay the tax on all $40,000 right now. But going forward, as it grows, 
you'll never pay tax on it again. So that last $10,000 of growth up to 50, and then anything it earns beyond that is all tax free. So instead of paying tax on 50,000, if you'd have decided to convert last year or pay tax way out in the future at whatever the rate might be, you can go ahead, convert right now with the balance being down to 40,000, pay tax on a $40,000 burst instead of a $50,000 burst and have a Roth IRA, a non-taxable account going forward. I see this as a major opportunity. Is it right for you? I don't know. That requires a longer conversation. It would be good to plug your numbers, all of your investments into some calculators we use here at the firm and get a feel for what you're trying to do with your financial plan. But it is very important to pay attention. When problems come up, there's usually an opportunity to take advantage of and Roth IRAs might be the opportunity that's right for you. Remember to consult a tax advisor before you make any decisions when it comes to contributions to a Roth IRA or conversions of a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Very important. Make sure you are consulting with a tax advisor. While we were all cooped up during the pandemic, one thing I got to do a lot of was watch TV catch up on shows I hadn't seen. And it was kind of fun, actually, because I got to watch with my wife and my mother-in-law, who lives around the corner from us. We basically were our own little unit of safe space people and when it came to COVID. And we watched a lot of TV together. As I talked about in previous segments, I enjoy lessons on history. I enjoy musicals, but uh, more than that, I just enjoy history, the history of our country, like John Adams and Alexander Hamilton. Um, And a show I also watched during the pandemic, I just wanted to mention, was a show called Poldark. It's a great show available on Prime to watch right now. It actually focuses on the British just after the Revolutionary War, specifically a British soldier returning from the Revolutionary War to his home in Cornwall, And he finds that his life is in complete disarray. His father has passed away and left his home in complete destitution. And his the woman he was intending to marry is now engaged to his cousin. And it picks up from there. It's a fantastic narrative. It's also an interesting look at what was going on during that period of time, uh, from the mining to the government slavery. It covers a lot of topics and I find it fascinating and I just wanted to recommend it today. And, you know, if you're looking for other good shows, I'll probably end up recommending other things, but I thought that was specifically relevant today. I love 1776. I love uh, Hamilton because I like learning about American history. And I found Poldark to be such an interesting variation on a theme for me because it focused so much on Britain in a time period I hadn't really known a lot about. That's all the oodles for today. I want to thank my producer, Megan Udell, who is also my awesome sister. I'm very lucky to have her helping me out with this podcast. I also want to give a big shout out to Liberty Merkel, who helped us with the graphics for our podcast and all those graphics you see on the websites and uh, on if they're on Spotify and on 
iTunes. Those were Liberty, who put a big helping hand in getting those ready for us. Liberty is the daughter of our in-house underwriter, Tim B. Merkel, who those of our clients who work with us probably know pretty well. Uh, she's great as well. Thanks to her for helping with the podcast and with the graphics. I really want to thank everyone at Udell Associates. That's Bruce, Janet, Udell, and Carolyn Black for really supporting getting this podcast going. And I want to thank everyone who supported me along the way. I look forward to talking to you again on my next episode when I'll have more oodles for your noodle.